A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Today, Gazans are on the move and we explain the latest accusation of war crimes. Plus, we'll tell you about the changes to Catholic teaching that have significant implications for transgender Catholics and the doctrine of the church. The World in 10 brings you the big news stories of the day, explained and analysed by the Times of London with me, Stuart Willey and Cara Bentley. The Israeli military is continuing its attack on the Gaza Strip in response to those attacks by Hamas back in October. And they've accused the terror organisation of using hospitals as shields for their tunnel networks underground, such as the Al-Quds Hospital in Gaza City, which is in the northern area of the territory, which Israel has told people to evacuate from. Thousands more Gazans are following that instruction to head south in one of the biggest civilian movements of the conflict. The United Nations Human Rights Commissioner, though, has accused both Hamas and Israel of committing war crimes. Volker Turk has visited the closed Rafah border crossing. He called it a gate to a living nightmare. He then said this. On the other side of this gate is Gaza, already described as the world's biggest open-air prison before 7 October, under a 56-year occupation and a 16-year blockade by Israel. The atrocities perpetrated by Palestinian armed groups on the 7th of October were heinous. They were war crimes, as is the continued holding of hostages. The collective punishment by Israel of Palestinian civilians is also a war crime, as is unlawful, forcible evacuation of civilians. In an interview with Times Radio today, Mark Regev, a senior advisor to the Israeli Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, has pushed back at that criticism from the UN, saying you can't defeat an enemy without civilian casualties. Two previous secretary generals, both Kofi Annan and Ban Ki-moon, talked about the UN having an institutional bias against Israel, that there being a prejudice there. The current secretary general seems to have embraced that bias. Are they not holding Israel to a standard that other countries are not held to? Once again, when the coalition correctly, it was justified, defeated ISIS in Iraq and Syria, uh, were there not uh, civilian casualties? Was there not collateral damage? Now, fears that the arrival of Israeli ground troops could mean house-to-house combat and a lack of food means the number of Palestinians evacuating south has jumped to tens of thousands in the past days. A reporter for The Times saw children, the elderly and people with disabilities on foot carrying just a few belongings. 
With a Times digital subscription, you can follow the latest from the Gaza conflict. Coming up, we have two stories on gender, an athlete who has faced immense challenges, and how the Catholic Church is changing its rules for transgender people. But first, it's back to work after 118 days for some. There's been a deal in the long-running strike by Hollywood actors, which means filming can start again in some of the world's biggest films and TV shows. Joining us on The World in 10 is Alex Farber, the Times media correspondent. Alex, can you tell us what's been agreed? Yes, yeah, so we've now reached a deal which is said to be worth $1 billion between SAG-AFTRA and the um, body that represents the TV and film studios. And that's going to mean that the actors can get back to work after four months of, of strike action. Film and TV productions will, will start to swing into action and um, the industry can get back on its feet again. One of the sticking points that seems to have been fixed certainly is um, AI. There were some concerns among the actors about what this was going to mean for their futures and they wanted some reassurances along those lines. Um, There was also some nervousness around the shifting model as we move into a streaming era and the way in which um, payments of of actors uh, have been affected as a result. So potentially good news for actors and for the industry more broadly. But what does it mean for us consumers? What what will change for us? So for consumers, it means that those shows and films that were on hold um, will now be able to start production. So um, the likes of The Witcher and Stranger Things and Spider-Man and Superman movies, Transformers, these have all been on ice, basically, because the actors have not been allowed to, to work. Now, there'll be a backlog that the studios will be dealing with. But yeah, audiences should start to be able to enjoy their favourite shows in the not too distant future. And this action has lasted for four months. It must have cost California's economy in particular a huge amount of money. Yeah, I think that there was some estimates that it may have cost as much as six billion. And it's obviously affected not just the actors themselves, but all those ancillary staff that go into making these productions. They've also struggled and been affected as a result of the strike. So the benefits and the repercussions of this agreement will be felt widely and well beyond the actors themselves. Alex, thank you very much. Now, from one institution that seems to adopt maybe every new morality going to one that normally keeps its values pretty much the same century to century. The Catholic Church has announced that an adult who's undergone gender reassignment or hormonal treatment to change gender can be baptised. In a document responding to questions from a bishop in Brazil, they've also said a gay couple can have a child baptised if there's a well-founded hope they'll be raised Catholic and can also be witnesses at a wedding. Trans people can also be witnesses and can be godparents. They've also said that a child who has, quote, transgender issues can also be baptised. But they've left some of this up to wisdom. They say a trans person can only be baptised if there are no situations in which there is a risk of generating public scandal or disorientation among the faithful. Now, in the Catholic Church, you can only be baptised once. So it raises interesting questions for someone who maybe was baptised under a different name as a baby. And also, unlike in the Protestant Church, baptism is much more linked to salvation. It's not only a 
a public sign of faith already received, but they say it is the door that allows Christ the Lord to settle in our person. So it is quite a doctrinal change to say trans people can now open that door. Mm. To understand more about this and the other changes, we spoke to the Times correspondent in Italy, Tom Kington. We started by asking him, how significant is it? It's a big change insofar as it's it's the Vatican kind of um, getting stuck into the, the question of transgender people, um, which is a hot topic in uh, regular society, let alone within the church. The Vatican seems to have uh, kind of not, not held back, really, uh, because it is said that, yes, transgender people can be baptized, can become godparents to children, can act as witnesses at weddings, and that, judging from the reaction, has certainly been uh, seen in the Catholic world as, as a big deal. We also asked him why this came as a response to a question instead of a big revelation of doctrinal change. I think it's a question of tone. Um, this is a way to kind of mm, slip the news out without making it look like a grandstand Vatican announcement. So, you know, a bishop from Brazil asked the question, the Vatican's doctrinal department said, yes, OK, this is how you should do it. No big deal. Walk on. Uh, nothing to see here. I think that was probably the intention. However, nevertheless, I mean, it, you know, it's, it's, it's got the backup, the conservatives. So um, uh, business as usual on that front. The South African runner Casta Semenya is perhaps one of the best-known athletes in the world at the moment, but the two-time Olympic champion has actually been in the news more for her fights with world athletics administrators than for her achievements on the track. Her case against the athletics body is now going to the European Court of Human Rights. She wants them to stop discrimination against runners whose bodies make more testosterone. She's now 32 and says the battle's not about her running career, but about what's right. And Miss Semenya has written a book, The Race to Be Myself, and in it she tells the story of how she discovered she had DSD, or differences of sexual development. It means she has no uterus, discovered as an 18-year-old by doctors at an athletics competition in Germany. Since then, she's had to fight to compete as a woman, and she's gotten caught up in the battles of trans women athletes, even though she's not trans. She's been telling Times Radio how she came under immense pressure to have invasive surgery. Let's take a listen. I'll never do that. Uh, I'm happy with my body. I'm not going to alter my body for someone to validate me into competition or someone to accept me. I told them, look, there must be other options. And then my gynecologist, you know, came up with the option to say, look, Kes, this is the other option, but it's not good for your body because it's not designed for that. Do you understand? And I'm like... What, taking, taking the pill? Taking the, yeah. the pill. And I, I was like, look, for me, with the desperation of running, I've just ran one championship. I still want to do Olympics. I can do that. Even if it's to risk my health. There's more on Castasmenia's 14 years of testosterone controversy on the Times app or website. But that's it from us. Thanks for your time today. The top world stories in 10 with the Times of London.